What's up, guys? This is Real Estate Podcast, episode fit 150. Almost at 50. <laughs> I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. And I'm here with our local guide, Stalker. <laughs> I thought Travis was going to call me a stalker. Yeah, I'm right. Here with our local nah. guide, Stalker. I was ready and, for it. Andre Tarkovsky's yeah. Stalker. 1979. Now, guys, I don't know if you know this. But this is one of those movies that, like, a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) they uh, cup the crease and take the disc. And it's one of those things too, where like, if you're one of those people that's like, eh, I mean, it was all right. They're like, oh, you just didn't get it. You get a (gasps) Squidward. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. So after I watched the movie, I went on a little bit of a deep dive. Well, I think myself. we all must have. <laughs> Travis, did you? Uh, when did I you saw at least Tarkovsky, go and look it up? Was, yeah, I mean, I kind of did more digging on the director yeah. more so than the film. Yeah, and it, and it is one of those things. There's so many articles written about how Stalker is one of the most underrated movies of all time. It's it's just this classic piece of uh, sci-fi, you know, just. Not, on and on and on. Do you know what my and favorite one was? What? The Russian Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I saw that one yeah. and I was just like, mm. The Russian Wizard of Oz, because you know it starts out in that, uh, what's it called? Sepia. And the war torn And then when sepia. they get to uh, the zone. It's color. On this five minute trolley car ride. So yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a movie about three guys, you know, trying get in the zone auto zone yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, right literally so just to set it up dude wakes up he's putting some clothes on his wife shithole yeah it's rough and the his wife comes in there and it's like you promised me that you'd get a real job the fuck are you doing what about our little fucking did y'all see the needles yeah i saw the needles what about a little floor fit that uh, don't it's a little dramatic. It was a little um, bit, little like <laughs> over the top. Yeah, just just a hair, you know. Um, but he leaves. He he goes to the bar. He meets up, or on his way to the bar, he meets up with the writer, and he's like trying to romance this chick about going to the zone and all this other shit. And like the guy basically, you know, is like, tell this chick to fuck off, like leave, you know. Now, before you go further, like the fuck it, like I thought we need to explain this world before we start getting too traversal in their travels. Cause like, I mean, while there's not much to it, there's a well, fuck ton. They to never it. tell you where they're at, but we all know what it looks like. A shithole. Yeah. A shithole. <laughs> yeah. But with color eventually. Well, that's when they um, get to the zone. Yeah. As long as well, they're out of the zone, that's what it looks like. Like, there's no color. Everything's, but you like, know, fucked but up. But what about, so, but even in the sepi, the sepi, sepia shots or whatever, um, even though this movie has a very dismal look to all the fucking way through, kind of beautiful in some, some situations. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I agree. Like the cinematography see, like, the, and the, the, the storytelling, like the visual storytelling. Yeah, y'all know what I mean by yeah. that. Fantastic! Oh, yeah. It's yeah. on point, and I, that's well, where it, this movie is going to get its, you know, 
That's oh, where I'm yeah. going to praise the movie on that. And oh, I mean the, the movie's <laughs> the movie is a work of art. It, it for is. Sure. You know, uh, but, I did. I read some on the guy. So he came from this, you know, kind of film school area where these guys were finally they were getting into doing the cut shots. Yeah, the cut shot was taking off real big. And he was like, fuck that. I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to hold on somebody. Like, who, whatever I want you to look at, that's what you're going to look at. Yeah. And you're going to look at it for a minute. Yeah. For five minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Do, do y'all remember the scene where they're on the – of course you remember when they're on the trolley. Yeah. Going oh, into yeah. the zone. It's yeah. a really yeah. cool scene. Well, I like the how sound. the camera pans around. Dude, you almost get lost in that. Well, The sound that it was it, making. Well, and it's a really, it was really smart artistic idea to have the camera focus on the men and you just see these fucking shambles of society behind them, but you can't really make anything out. It really did a good job at at like showing you what the world has become without showing you what the world has become. Um, So that was, and yeah, like there's some scenes that do drag out a bit. There's a lot Uh, of dragging out. Well, this well, like the movie, the movie leaves you to your own devices while you're watching it yeah like because there's you know it's one of those movies where a certain thing's happening and like you could like we we probably all felt the same at some parts and then there were probably parts that we related to completely differently oh yeah which i'm sure we'll we'll get into that in in a moment because there's i mean you're not from a lot of the articles and stuff, he wrote the movie and and directed it and all this stuff where it was like it was based off of a book though, right? Yeah. Well the writers of the book transposed it. Yeah. But he wanted to shoot it in a way where he wasn't pulling any outside inspiration from anything other than the source material. But with that being said, it's hard to not pull inspiration yeah. from the outside when you're watching something like it is. this. There's, there's too much almost purposefully coincidental things that that's going on here. Scenes, things that they make apparent that you're just like, you know. Yeah, they're kind of playing on stuff. The The book was called Roadside Picnic. Yeah. And it it's, it's different than the movie. Right. I think in Roadside Picnic, the uh, stalker character is a bit of a like druggy drug dealer, right? Which they kind of show you with the needles. I mean, yeah. they never we never find out what's with the needles, but well, we see ne- during needles the dream every- sequence. Yeah, for, for a minute there, guys, I didn't know what was happening when they were all laying down, and I'm yeah, like, "What I the was- fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, it got a little. What is happening? For- and then it's like, oh, they're dreaming because when they started dreaming, the color went back. Yeah. And it started floating through the water, and I saw you could see like needles in the box that was on the table, and yeah, it's like okay, it's a dream sequence, yeah, you know, whatever. There was some for a movie that came out in nineteen seventy nine. There was some really cool visual effects that, like when they walk up to the field and the ground's like fluttering. Yeah. Um. There's this one shot. Uh. So you got the scientist, not the scientist. You got the writer, the professor. We never get any names. No. Uh, You got the writer, the professor. Um, There's this one shot where the guy's standing. I think it's the writer that's standing over there by this building. 
and he walks over to them. They're all sitting down. It's when they first get there. Yeah. And then dude walks over to the edge of the woods, the stalker. It zooms in on his face, and when it zooms back, there's fog everywhere. Yeah. And this all was one shot. Yeah. You know, like they did, they, they did cool shit like that. There, there's, you hear everyone say this, but when you watch it, it's true. You could pause this movie at any point and print that shit out and put it on the wall. Yeah, certainly. Almost every, especially the sand dune scene. Yeah, that was that was awesome. How cool did that room look? Yeah, a lot. Of, there was yeah a lot of visual aesthetics and. And and I was talking to Adam about it last night, and I was like, they really played on that less is more, like, to a like, fucking T. Like, not at all. <laughs> no, none is better. Like, that was their fucking goal. Because, like, so they, the zone is something. Like, something crashed there, something invaded there. There's not really any solid explanation. Something happened there. Yeah, just and, that, yeah, an event has occurred that has devastated a lot of shit. Yeah, well, they they went in with guns and shit and tried to do something because you saw all the tanks and everything and yeah, um, but it's forbidden zone. But the stalker tells a story about the guy that went there. What was his name Porcupine? Porcupine, yeah. He goes there because he was a stalker. Yeah, and they they said that you know, that's just another word for a guide. Yeah, because when I heard stalker, I was like, so is he going to follow him around or something? You know, like <laughs> creeping on him, but. This is people that sneak people in. They like they know the way. They're a coyote. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. More or less. Yeah. So you you sneak people in, and everyone wants to go to the room. There's a room here, where, like whatever you want, you can yeah. have it. Like just whatever. Is, but he tells the story about how dude went there, came out, didn't he? He became like very rich and successful, but ended up like blowing his brains out. Isn't yeah, it yeah. safe to say that those guys that are making the room? They saw this movie and just ripped that idea out and was hey, like, we're going to make a, just a movie about it. I'll throw it. another one at you. Annihilation. Yeah, I yeah. got the I got the Annihilation. Same. Yeah. 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 It's like um, they're taking parts of Stalker and just making a movie on just that one little detail. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like Annihilation was a lot more scientific. This was just like three guys slumming it in the woods, Less basically. Yeah. No bear so, attacks. Yeah. Yeah, right. So it, whenever they get there, like he's um they go as far as they can on the tracks and he's like, You guys wait here, can you tie some of these um these gauze like gauze strips around these nuts and I'll be back and he goes and he lays down in the grass and has like this moment of like release, you know, like he's just he's at home here. That's what he like, said when they got there. What did he say? He said, this is home. Yeah. He said, we're here. Yeah. This, we made it home. Yeah. Um, and then they come, he comes back and then he's like, all right, so you can walk straight to the room, but this thing's going to get you. It's going to, it's going to fuck you up. Like so we, straight from the fucking path. Yeah. So we've got to throw these nuts with these gauze strips on them and, It'll trigger a trap if there's a trap there. But the, the way they explain it is like every time somebody shows up, all of the previous traps disappear and there's new traps that appear. So 
he has he he uses the nuts with the gauze, throws them, and then one person walks, picks it up, the other person follows, and then the last person follows. They get they meet up, they throw it, and they just continue on until they reach their destination. And then at one point, decision making is being based on this dude's feelings. Yes. Oh yeah. And 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 there's this one part which I really liked where the rider's like, fuck this. If I can walk to it right now, like it's right there, then why don't we just walk over there? Yeah, he was a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. But we know what his wish is. He's the washed-up rider. Yeah. He wants to come out, you know, being one of the greats. Yeah. He wants his name. He wants a legacy. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Uh, So he, he leaves them, walks up to it, stops, comes back and he's like why did you stop me and he's like i didn't you know and it was a cool shot him looking into the room yeah and then like kind of getting spooked and then going back you don't you don't see anything Mm -mm. the whole movie you don't see anything nope um less is more less is more i was about to say now there's a lot of shots in this movie that go on forever like the the train secret just about every shot in the film yeah yeah but like a lot of this movie is also occupied by some of the deepest dialogue i've ever oh, yeah. seen in a film yeah well there, there's a lot of like talking about philosophy and, and this movie's and, not for your average movie goer that goes to no, the theater not it's not and and they're not gonna like it no not at all now i'm gonna tell you guys just how long these shots are and how long it holds check this out this is a two-hour, and we'll just say 45-minute movie. Yeah. We'll round up a little. There's 140 shots in this movie. That's... 140 shots. That's fucking insane. I mean... Shit, it's unheard of. Yeah. In a movie I mean, that long? Yeah. But this guy had a vision. Yeah. Um... If I was going to recommend someone like watch a movie, you know, cause this director, man, there's people out there that just, they praise this guy. Some people say he's the greatest director of all time. Yeah. Now that there's, um, this movie is part of the Criterion collection, which is how it got its recent release. Yeah. It's a big deal. Oh, you know, oh, for, oh, for the film. Not long runners. after it started, I was like, yeah, this feels like a Criterion movie, but if I was going to tell someone to watch one of these guys' movies, I would be like, I would not tell them to start with this one. No. Because it, it'll one turn them off. That they remade? Solaris. That's the one that everybody goes to first. Yeah. And that came out like a year after this. It came out like 72. And it's yeah. another kind of sci fi movie. But that's one of the things, like, you would not want to send somebody into this. Or, or check this out. They're like, I've never seen a Ford film. You got any recommendations? Uh, Parasite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't watch sure. this one first because it will t- it'll it'll turn them away. Yeah, because it's it's so it's different. It's you got to leave. Way. You got to leave the American movie watching experience at the door with these type of movies. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I mean. Well, this, this kind of goes in like when I get ready to rate it, this was something I was going to say, but this movie looked great. You know, me and Griffin talked about it last night. They could have cut like 40 minutes to an hour out of it and you still have the same movie. Yeah. 
But you artist, can, yeah, you know how he's an art house director, so yeah, you know, artistically, but, I understand why it's there. But here's the thing: both of you watched it. You really feel that runtime, dude. Yeah, the yeah. Whole, when you're watching it, oh, you really feel it, and it kind of, it kind of fucks it up for you a little bit. Yeah. It does because in reality, you're really not supposed to be acknowledging nope, that run. But you while feel you're it the whole time. It. You're supposed to be in just as much deep of thought as the characters are are going through. Yeah, <laughs> like that's supposed to be like you know a good two to three hours that you're sitting there having his existential process like, along with the film as well. Yeah, well, you just that runtime just it's just right up, it's front and center, dude. The whole I'd say a good hour into it, you start feeling it, and it's like all right yeah. now let's. See. Well, and, and so, just, you kept, I kept checking. And I was like, how much longer is left? And I'm like, I'm only 45 minutes. I, in. I definitely, yeah. I won't lie. I was just as bad with it too, man. And, yeah. and, and, and it sucks because while you're doing that, you're missing points of the yeah. film. Yeah. And well, so, and see like, all right, the way this is my viewing experience, because I'm just going to give a little background information before I get into it. So I was trying to watch it on the TV and about 15 minutes after watching it, every time I would pause it and set the subtitles up for it, it would quit doing the subtitles. So what I had to do was come in the in my in the room in here, pull the love seat that I have in front of my computer, and I watched it on the computer with the headset on, which was fine. Fully immersive experience. You know which what I mean? Which is what you have to do with this movie. You have no distractions. Yeah, yeah. You got to get in there, and you got it well, and you can't. You you have to watch it because that's the only way you're gonna know what they're fucking talking about. I mean, yeah. dare I mean, dare I say this film's like it's the kind of film you need to watch alone. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not a film you can be sitting there trying to explain shit to someone. No. Like they've got to watch it. They they have to to at least yeah. get the effect the movie's implying. Yeah, or the message the movie's trying to say. Like it's not a, it's. And, and 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 that's another thing too that that I factored in with some of, with my rating of the movie too is that like not a lot of people have seen really have uh, have seen it and are probably never going to see it. Yeah. And when a, a small percentile of them do watch it, they're probably not going to like it. Yeah. 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 Because they don't, and, and it's not, and it's and it's not because, but it's because they're not that they they don't have the time to to kind of submit to the experience. Like it was even hard for myself to do that. It is yeah. while watching it. I mean, and hence the 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 checking of the runtime and 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 all of that. Like it's it's hard to watch a movie where you just close yourself off. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's easy for some, but like for me with with my living situation, it's not something I can necessarily just do. Out of you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, some movies, given, some yeah. movies you'll do it for. You know, there's there's movies out there do that. When you get in it, you're in it. Yeah. You don't know oh, yeah. how long it is. Yeah. This is not one of those movies for me. But this right. is but this is one of those where, as much as I don't want to, and it will be quite a while before I ever, I don't want to. You you'll have to sit through it again. You have yeah. to watch it again. Yeah. I think you you've got to see this movie a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I already, yeah, I've got that down here. Like, this is one you're going to have to see a few times. But you got to space it out. Yeah. But it is not, because the movie's not a good time. It's going to, the movie is going to force you to to think about things you probably, most, a lot of people, or at least the general public, probably doesn't, they don't waste their time on. 
yeah anymore or or they haven't gotten to that point in their lives where those type of questions come up about yeah. you know like just really really deep stuff insert any edgy kind of writing you could think of it gets addressed in this movie yeah uh yeah so and and once i once i got the subtitle thing s- situated i pulled the love seat put the headphones on and about this time in the movie is when they leave the bar to go to uh the zone and they get the the truck they you know they get in that they have that whole thing and and realistically there's like three major there's three ma- well four major like stepping stones in the movie in my opinion so you've got the introduction to the world them meeting at the bar and then them trying to escape into the zone. That's yeah. like stepping stone one. When they're on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stepping stone two was from the time that they left the train tracks and got to the sleeping dreaming part. Mm-hmm. How did you get up here? Yeah. How'd you get up here before us? So I came up here for the knapsack. Yeah. Yeah. That was confusing. Cause I was like, how yeah. did he get up here? Does he even know? Well, and that's the thing like that. They Shit got weird. Yeah. And that's one of those things where you don't see, you don't physically see anything fucking with them. It's just the layout of everything changes constantly well, it's the whole very, time they're it's there. Low budget, it's low budget annihilation where, like, that, while they're yes. in while they're in the zone, reality's kind of warped. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and he even told them he said, "It's just going to turn us against each other." Yeah, you know, by the time, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you, you know." And he's like, oh, by the time we get, you know, something's going to happen and you, you guys will be after me. You'll team up against me. Like, yeah, shit, it ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and stepping stone three was from the time that they leave the dream sequence to the tunnel, the meat grinder. Yeah. And then from the meat grind, like from the time that they like go into the meat grinder all the way up until they get to the room is just, it's so tense. Jesus fucking Christ. There's so much, there's so much tension happening like in this, because they, they do the tunnel and that is tense in itself. Then they get to the, then they get to the sand dunes and then you see birds flying and Mm -hmm. then stopping and reflying in different patterns and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Annihilation, dude. Yeah. And then, they get to the room, then then they have the phone call. Which like, was strange. Yeah, like how does electricity and telephone lines here work? Like, it's just and Who the, the thing- fuck was he talking to? Who was that? Because uh, uh, was- he threatened them. He's like, I'm here. So he, he explained that they developed a bomb to go into the zone and blow the room up. That's right. And then all, all the people that was developing it was like, no, we're not going to do this. And he stole it from them to go blow the room. Yeah. Up. He said he was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and to me, one of the big parts of the film too, is when, you know, cause they're having all these, these deep conversations throughout the movie and it kind of culminates at this, this kind of part of the film where the, where the stalker tells the two guys that the, the reason why porcupine, he was the guy who had brought the team in the first team. Yeah. And how his, uh, I'm trying to remember it because it was subtitled. So I was trying to take in the movie and read it to understand it. 
Yeah. But it's Titles. like, yeah. So he takes dude, his, go, dude goes on to his what? Yeah. He, the porcupine takes his brother there. Yeah. And his brother dies in the meat grinder. Yeah. And he tells them that like afterwards, uh, dude went into the room and he got what his innermost desire was. And it was a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. And he tried to come back to the room and found out he just got more money. And, and so the room doesn't operate on what you're choosing to want in the moment. It's going on the most selfish fucking thing in your heart, really. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, when your he realized that, when he realized that he fucking killed himself. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's a big moment of the film too. Cause that made, that makes it to where they all have to kind of own up to the type of person they are. Yeah. Which is why they don't go in. And why dude didn't want and why and and because of that Huge. the scientists wanted to blow it up so that nobody the could wrong do it. people didn't get the wrong people didn't get in there. Huge spoiler alert. Mm. <laughs> we I mean, watched this movie talk. for I'd say right about this part, you're at the two and a half hours mark, right? Yeah. Because a little bit yeah. after that's them coming back and yeah, this is a no. This is actually about an hour and a half. Well, when they get there, and then they don't go in. Yeah, yeah, they never go into the room, and I think by the time they get there, I think that's why it's like once they heard the story about him, it's like they don't, you know, what's what's going to happen to them? Yeah, is it worth well, it? Well, and that and that's the thing too. Like if you look, if you look at like. And, and, you know, the scientist wants to blow it up because everybody's under the impression that your wish, it's not your wish, it's your innermost desire. It's the no matter what that may be. It's the, it's the, it's the argument that there's a, that there's something in you that you have no control over that wants something. Yeah. And your consciousness either suppressing it or fulfilling it. Yeah. Fulfilling it, fulfilling it. Yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things. It's kind of like the box. Like, you know, you have a button that you can press that'll give you a million dollars, but somebody's going to randomly die. You're the only person that's going to benefit from this. Everybody else is going to suffer because of this. And it's the idea of like, realistically, who, who could walk into that room and like cause mass chaos? Because think about it. If Hitler walked into that room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't think his innermost desire would be to erase an entire race or rule the world. What yeah, would it, his, would, it would be something. It would be. It, it's. I, I feel like it draws on the parts of you that you want that maybe you're, you, ha, you show shame towards. Yeah. Yeah. The shit that you hide. Yeah. Nobody knows. And maybe you don't even know. Yeah. I but mean, it's deep it's, down uh, inside of you. Like. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm standing outside the room, I can't even think of what's going to happen. Like, what's yeah. my, I can't, I'm sitting there like, what's my deepest desire? Like, I can't even think of it. No. I mean, what do I and come you, out with? And you really don't want to know. Like, nobody I, wants you're right. that. So, I mean, the room is kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of void at that point because... It, to me, it seems like everybody that goes there from the way that suffers. he kind of, ex well, not only suffers, but do they really even go in there? 
or are there just a handful of people that did and the stalker it the stalker not only guides them there but also takes his time explaining what the room is what they're getting themselves into he's your guide dude he breaks it down and you have to go on the journey to get there to, to understand dude. yeah you can't fast travel to the room well you and you can't stand outside the zone and be like look you're going to go in this room it's going to be your deepest darkest no. desire uh, and that's what's going to happen. And everybody's like, oh, my deepest, darkest desire is to be what? famous or to be this, rich. This be- long run time, you had to go through all that. Yeah, yeah. it's a case the of the journey is more important than the destination. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the journey was platform. everything. Because after the journey, they get there, they don't even go in. Like, But they, they had this well, they, experience. They, they figured out who they really are yeah. and how futile it was to even come there. Yeah. You did. You guys remember when they first get to the zone? Yeah. And the color changes. Yeah. And they start so bitching awesome. about how it looked. Yeah. They're like, "This is it." And it just like, and then that's one of the things about the zone is it'll, if if you think it's gonna look shitty, it's gonna look it's shitty. Not. You know, like it. Well, it it just because they expected it to. They're like, "Well, it's not gonna be that much." You know, we're gonna get here, and yeah, and they get there, and it's like, what? But it was, it was better than what they came from. Yeah, it's paradise. That's why dude was like, I just want to move here. Yeah, away from Bring my family. How they how they kept commenting on the quiet. Yeah, and then they also kept commenting on how flowers were blooming, but they couldn't smell them, which was strange. Which goes to the notion that like whatever is here is uh, recreating but not completely recreating a uh, life. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's like, yeah, you can have flowers here, but you can't recreate this thing, whatever it is, can't recreate the scent that these flowers give off because it's so much. There's so many different scents. There's so many different types of flowers. Uh, it's easy to take a picture of a flower, but can you take a scratch and sniff of a flower? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a lot going on here. Yeah. This well, movie's and that's, an onion. Yeah. Layers, dude. And not only that, then then after they leave, they go back to the bar. They're all drinking. His wife and kids show up. He's leaving. Um, every time it shows the girl, she's in color. And when it shows the rest of the family or anything else... It's in sepia. So, and then it goes on to show you that she may have some type of abilities or powers and or it, something like that. Could it come from the fact that he's been going there so much? And well, did he bring something back and in him? And because she definitely well, moved those fucking cups, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, where did that Cause She's never gone. No, she she and, hasn't gone there. And he would he wouldn't take the wife. Was that his wife? Yes. He wouldn't take her there. He's yeah. like, you don't need to go. Well, here's what I think. This is where it's going to get really fucking weird. But this is what, what I think of the girl is I think that he went into the room. Mm. And I think that that's what came of it. Because for whatever reason, whether it's drug dependency or whatever, they couldn't have a kid. He goes into the room. Uh, that, that's 
that was his thing. Like he wanted a child. The child can't walk. But the child would not technically be of here. Yeah. So it would make up for it in other ways. That that was kind of what I pulled. Yeah, that that's what I felt like he brought something back with him. But that's even better. He went in because he's been going there. Yeah. He's been there for, many times. And, yeah. and the way he acted, the closer he got to the room. Yeah. You know, like you could tell, like he was a little, like, he's a little freaked out by it. Right. And that makes sense. It's like the room gave him the child, but like, it's not perfect. Kind of like the flowers, flowers. no smell. Yeah. It's not perfect. Yeah. Um, But that's what you get. Yeah. And he already got his. So can he even get something else? But uh, yeah, that's one of those things. Once you get it. Is that enough or is that too much? You know, Uh, this was one of the major things that I pulled from the movie. And this is going to sound like a little bit crazy or outlandish or whatever. But like I said before, earlier in the podcast, it's like, you know, they're, they don't want you to pull the, he went in with the, the idea that he didn't want anybody to pull from anything to kind of associate with this, but the thing that I can't help pulling from is religion. Oh, it had it had a ton of that, dude. Yeah, and the thing that I that so the stalker to me was like an well, apostle, dude. When he came out with the crown of thorns, yeah, I know, right? I mean, there, and then all this talk and yeah, yeah, I Philosophy. felt that, man. Yeah, and and so I felt like like the zone is the Garden of Eden. And, and it's made by this higher being, this higher intelligence, whatever. I feel that. And the rest of the world is is fucked up because, like, the Garden of Eden was perfect in the Bible. And everything, like, nothing else mattered outside of it. It was just awful. But in this one specific spot, it was perfect. And to me, it's like he's an apostle that is bringing people to a Christ or godlike figure and taking whatever. them on the journey. Ta- yes. Taking them on the journey. Well, of- he's changing people, man. Like he's taking people out to this thing and they're, they're coming back with more than they realize. Well, and yeah. then too, whenever he came back and he said, you don't know what it's like to be with people that they don't believe in anything. Yeah. You just look into their eyes and it's just dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, you know, physically drained, like just, yeah. you don't know what it's and like that, to be with people like this. Yeah. And that that's where I pulled all that from the most. Yeah. It's like, he believes in it. He believes in it. He, oh, with yeah. all of his heart, whatever is there, he believes in it. So it's, it's the idea to me that like, you can, you can stack up the, the writer and the, the, uh, the teacher or whatever he was, um, professor. like the professor. Yeah. Is, the worst of the rest of the world. And this guy is the worst of the best. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to look at it as if he's a junkie, he's experimenting with drugs, this, that, and the other in the eyes of like, you know, the Bible and Christian Christianity and, or whatever religion it is. It's like, that's not good, but he's taking people on this journey. He wants people to go into the room. Well, he wants them to make their own decision Mm -hmm. to where it's like, just like, 
Yeah, just like religion. Like just religion, religion, he's he's suffering for someone else's change. Yes, like a Christ-like figure. Yeah, and and in that room is God, a higher being, whatever you want to call it. And this is like he has to make this journey over. And that's why, like at the beginning of the movie, it makes more sense because she's like, "Why do you have to do this? You said you get a real job," and he's just like, "I've got to do it. Like I've got to." I've got to do it. Like, and like Jesus, he had to do it. He knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to be crucified. He knew all this stuff. He had to do it. You know what I'm saying? So he, in making that correlation, he has to take people there. He has to explain everything to these people there. They have to have a deeper understanding of themselves and the situation that they're in to really appreciate like what they have. Who's one of those, you know, the guy that like takes you that, you do like those, what's that shit they'll go down there and trip on? Ayahuasca? That or the, the cactus stuff. It's peyote um, or something like that. You always have yeah. like a guide, man. Somebody that takes you on the journey. Like, yeah. Because, you know, it's a spiritual thing. Right. And he was that was his mission. Yeah. Now, if he walked away from, if he went in that thing and came out and got a kid, then that too could like show why he believes so much in it. Yeah, he's like, I, you know, you don't understand. I, we couldn't have kids, and I have one and, now. And yeah, he just got, he's is, got, he just believes in it so much. Yeah, I picked that, that up, man. That whole little religious vibe yeah. that was going on. I was like, because the way, the, well, especially the way he, he was talking, closer now, to the room. We say that, but it's not presented in a positive light like that. No, no, not at all. Um, at just about every turn in their their deep conversations a lot of heavy atheistic arguments are laid out yeah well they were shitting on him a lot yeah and he he was trying to stand up he was standing up and defending himself because like it's faith you know what i mean you got to believe yeah that's like you can believe whatever you want to but there's always going to be someone out there in the world that's going to be your counterpoint to whatever it is and they're going to argue you down. You're not always going to meet someone who is a fellow George Michaels fan. But I, yeah, I th- exactly. I think it worked because when you see them all sitting there with each other in front of the room, just staring at it, yeah, afraid to and go they, in. So and, you and, you know they believe something. Yeah, and they come to terms with who they actually are. Yeah, you, you didn't even need the room. You no. found yourself. Yeah, you needed you needed, you the, needed journey. the journey to the room. You could still go in, but you don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Well, what if, what if also, in your mind your de- desire is to be the only person left in the world? Yeah, you come out, everybody's gone. It's like, well, I know I feel that way, but damn it, did I really want that? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and not only that, but that that whole that part of the movie where they. They, the phone call happens and then they go like to the area right before the room. It's so fucking powerful because like the dude wants to blow it up. He doesn't want him to blow it up. There's a fight that breaks out. Like all the, uh, there's so much going on. There's so much talking. There's so much back and forth that's going on, especially with it being a foreign film. It's really hard to keep track of everything. Who's saying what, you know, like it takes, because since it's so old, it's kind of hard to tell the voices apart from one another as well. So I had that problem a lot, you know, but 
here's another problem you have during the movie. This movie came out in 79. I know they were making like references to stuff that was going on at the time. Yeah. But because I wasn't there. Yeah. And, and you know, I feel like you could get more out of that if you were, you know, if you knew a little bit about, yeah, you know, what was going on in the world at that time, you know, when they were making the movie and shit that was going on around the globe, like, cause every now and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of relatable things that transcend time. There is definitely a lot of stuff that there's probably a lot of social commentary. Yeah. So you kind of miss we're out. Not, we're on not that. aware of. Yeah. But it's, it was very worth watching and very interesting. And he made his point like, um, you know, filming that way, holding on scenes, just the, these, these actors were incredible. Oh, the actors. Yeah. I mean, the the voice actors that they had, I mean, not the voice actors, the, um, cause they, it wasn't dubbed, but the, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Scratch that. <laughs> edit that out. It was their real voice. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cool to see a movie in Russian. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a movie in Russian. Mm. Uh, I don't, I mean, have you guys, this was my first mm. Russian foreign film and I've seen well, day and night watch. I like, yeah, I like the way it too. sounds. Yeah, you know, I they had too. a good when, especially when they were delivering those long. Yeah, um, you know, it just it had a good you know um, ring to now, it. Like Griff, you said, you said you watched this movie in headphones. Did you as well, Adam? Um, no. Well, I'm sure you still listen through a good sound quality. Oh yeah. Did y'all did y'all notice just just how crazy the sound was in yeah. this movie? Yeah. Yeah, they, that's something that they praised this movie for, is the the sound of it. Um, like the, when they're going down the tunnel, mm-hmm. yeah. it's making that. Dude, I'm telling you, I got I was like in a trance. I was too. Uh, Mouth breathing. Yeah, well, when like when when they were coming down the the railway. Yeah. When they were on the railroad in that trolley cart. And I got, I just got lost in that. I just, I was just sitting there like, yeah, what's happening? How, yeah. how long are we going to do this? And then oh, it was panning it. around and, and the zooms, dude. Yeah. The zooming in, the, this guy had a vision. Yeah. And he put it down. It, it's really hard to like, you know, talk about this movie. Yeah. How, how, how do you even explain this to somebody? It's something that has to be experienced. You have to because, watch. Yeah, you can't, re- you, and you can't even paraphrase on the the arguments or the uh, the the debates, the philosophical point of view. We'd be talking from, about this movie for several. It episodes. would be the rest of the podcast, like forever. We'd be on yeah. two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about this movie. It's like, all right, we're uh, about we're about fifty minutes in. Yeah. In case you haven't figured it out yet, Tarkovsky's a bit of a of a cinematic genius. Now, from what yeah. I've heard, all of his movies are like this. And Very maybe cerebral. they're maybe they're just the shots, the holding. You know, and then you know, here in the last few years, and and they've been doing it a while, but that's there's a lot of filmmakers that are making movies where they hold. Yeah. 
and they're it's coming back. They're taken from this guy. Yeah, which is smart. One hundred and forty shots in almost a three-hour movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cinematography, y'all do the cinematography. It's pretty much everything. Yeah. Because although you feel that runtime, you can't look. You're just sitting there. You can't stop watching it. No. Because it's just shot after shot, and it just sucks you in. Now, are you guys ready to rate this movie? You got anything else you want to talk about? I'm ready to rate it. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go first. Look. I'm going to say this. <laughs> this is one of those movies like people are split. Yeah. You either like it. Like either you hold it up really high. Like it's a shelf setter. It's, and I could see myself owning it. Yeah. To get that fine Blu-ray quality. But there's a lot of people that don't like it. Yeah. A lot. Um, I will watch this movie again. It will be a very long time, but I feel like I need to see this movie like two more times. Yeah. I feel like if I can watch it two more times, I can probably take away a little more and my score might be different. It was that runtime guys that just the movie looked great. I I can appreciate where it was going and what it was doing. Yeah. But that runtime was just a little too much for me. And I'm going to give it a half star. I will say this. I might change my star in the future. Yeah. But where it stands now, and this, there's a lot of people out there, like big movie guys. This is one of those movies like, you, oh, you, you didn't, and I'm not saying I didn't like it. Because right. I give it no star. But I'm giving it a half star on the, the runtime alone. It just felt, that runtime, man, you've, I felt it the whole time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to propose something. This is a real estate first. I want to propose that I don't feel like us, we are where we need to be for this movie. We, we Because we went in on this one. Well, do you I'm think not there all, were, oh I oh I know what you mean. I, I don't what think What was that, that movie in, we watched recently that was like you we felt it more now? Was it was it two thousand one? Yes. It's like now you you know it, it's different than when you first watched it. Yeah. I, I, and feel I feel you on that, dude. And and I think that we should we should reserve our rating for this movie until because we're all around thirty. I feel like and I'm not saying that the podcast is going to go on this long or anything like that, but I feel like you're going to get more out of this film in your mid forties than you are out of your twenties and thirties. That's why I said, I feel like my score would change if I watched it a few more times. Yeah. That was my I, first I, view. It, and it's a lot to take in. Yeah. It's a lot, dude. And I only had, you know, two hours and 45 minutes. It's like it's not like a lot of these movies they re-review. You, you've seen them a few times. Yeah. You know, 2001. Yeah. Times you've seen that, you know? Yeah. But this one just, this came out of nowhere, and it's not what I expected. No. You know, you watch the trailer. It's like, all right, it's trippy. It's called Stalker. It's, I mean, you know? Yeah. Apparently that means God. Whatever. But I feel you on that. 
I, mean, that, I hated to give it one star, but where I stand now, yeah. If I have to give it a star, it's it's a half star. Yeah, that's just now. Because, well, I'm in the same boat, but I also feel like I didn't get everything out that this movie was no. meant to give out. You know, I don't I don't feel like I got everything that I was meant to get, and I think the reason for that is is um, the place I am in my life right now. Um, watching it for the first time having to watch it and read it at the same time. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that factored into it and, and none of that takes away from the movie. No, this movie is great. Yeah. It's great. It's, movie. Just, it's, it's like a, it's a wine. The more that you try it, the said, more. Bro. Yeah. You have to watch this movie more than one time. Yeah. You can't do a one and done on this. This is something. And you got to let it simmer. Yeah, you do. Cause I've been thinking about this movie. Yeah. Like since I watched it Sunday, and it's one of those things though. You don't watch it Sunday and then watch it next Sunday. No, you got to let that simmer for a while in the back of your head. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's one of those. You, you come back a year later. Well, how about we do this? All right. So next February. We, no, <laughs> I'm not doing. No, I'm not saying that. But so we've been we're on episode 150, and we've been doing this for three years, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. Okay. So how about for episode 250, we revisit it. I'm down with that. And you don't watch it until then. Or how yeah. about, or we could, you know, we could just label this as a, the first real estate rewatch. Oh. Where it's one of those type of films where you can't rate it because it's going to take long for you to digest this film, like a long time. As soon as it to, went off, I to, was like, I got to watch that shit again. And it's such a but film that's so left long. up. It's such a film that gets you immersed to where you're on your own journey with them. And it, it's it kind of like it, it's such a personal immersion that you get with it. it yeah. It's going to be such a it's going to be such a random assessment from everyone. Yeah. Well, and, and, and like Adam said and myself, it's like you don't know what to expect. You, no. They're going to the zone. There's possible alien activity. What are you going to see? What's going to happen? What's going to jump out? What's going to this? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, all that sneaking around that they yeah. were doing. It's like, what are you hiding from? Yeah. Was that just part of the journey? I I think so. He because was just like, doing that too. Like, you know, getting them socked up for it. Like, Well, I do think that weird stuff does happen there and people die and come up missing this, that, and the other. But just because we didn't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. But but also, we didn't know that going into it. So with that being said, like we're expecting something fucking crazy to happen. Yeah, and it never does. So it, it and it, it's a great plot device because it builds your fucking tension the, the entire time. time, dude. By the time they get to the room, I almost fucking exploded. Yeah. You know? I was exhausted. Yeah, I was too. I felt the same way that guy did after watching it. Yeah. Whenever he got back to the house and was laying there and he was like, oh my God, I'm just, and I was like, me too, man. Yeah. Let's fucking. You guys just fucking took me for a fucking loop-de-loop over here. Like, hey, wait a minute. This ain't fair though. If you guys, you just let me throw a rating on this bitch. If y'all had to rate it, don't make me be the only one. Oh, okay. I mean, we can do. Don't make yeah, me. Yeah, just yeah. what would it have been? Moment, we're, look, we're gonna. We're not gonna give this movie 
a star right Most, now. It's staying. Yeah. It's star free. We're going to save it for later. But where you stand right now, what would you have done? Because I um, might catch some hate online for what I just said. No, I, I'm right there with you. I was going to give it a half star as well. Yeah. And and everything about the movie, fantastic. But I just I don't you feel need like I'm ready. I don't feel like I'm ready for it. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Get that man. I just, I just, I don't I feel really worthy. Well, a movie. Sorry, guys. A movie like this. I mean, a brownie over here. <clears throat> a movie like this, like almost in a way, commands respect. Oh yeah, I get why it's so. You know why it's up there on that list of you got to see this if you're a fan of film. Yeah, I get that. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a half star right now. I was ever since the movie went off. First thing this, you said when you joined the room was you said something about how long it was. Yeah. Yeah. That runtime is what that was my only, you know, in the, in the way the, you just felt that runtime, man. But the ideas are they great. The philosophical debates and the all those different things is a star rating in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give it a star in that regards, but I was also torn on the fact of giving it a half star because of the runtime. The runtime. Well, it would have been and different. Since the, since the runtime was my initial, the one thing that stood out to me yeah. the most that I probably would have went with the half as well. Yeah. Which is still good because we only do a three-star system here. Yeah. We're not doing a 10-star so, system. And the thing about these ratings at the end of the day is they're not a critique. No. Well, they're not just, a, we all just they're not, they're not a, we, we don't provide any gospel well, here. For 54 minutes, we sit here and suck this movie's dick. Yeah. But it, here's what would have happened. Like here's it, The only difference would have been this. If I sat through a three-hour movie... And I didn't give a fuck if I if it went off. I'm like it wasn't long enough. Yeah, I didn't get that here. That wasn't I, the whole time I watched it. I'm like, all right, now help me. You know, and I did like how when they got there, they didn't go in. I had no yeah, problem I, with the way it ended. No, I didn't either. That's the best ending. And yeah, I'm glad we didn't see what was at there. all. This movie's budget was a million dollars. Fucking crazy. And that's in 79, which is still a good amount of money, but yeah. I think it raked in in the box office uh, like 4.2. 4. So so this was one of those directors that when the movie came out, when all of his movies came out, you know, it was a big deal kind of, but it's even bigger now. You know, they study this guy in film schools. Like he's. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm with Griffin, man. Episode 250. I'm podlocked on it. Yeah. Cause that'll, that's roughly three years from now. Well, and that, and so. that's why I said that because I said, if I can watch this more, I know my star will change. Yeah. If I can see it again, I just didn't have enough time. I watched this shit today. Right. Dude, a week from now, I might be like, it's the greatest goddamn movie I've ever seen. Yeah. But my brain was, you know, I'm still processing shit. 
Yeah, and it's a lot to process. It is. Because, and you know that, uh, that if the director's intention is to make you feel exhausted at the end of the film, he fucking knocked it I out. I felt like the character, dude. I did too. You said that. I was like, I felt exhausted, man. Just like him. I'm like, because I was on this journey with them. Yeah. And see, there's a lot of articles that I read. It's like, um, there, there was a list and I meant to, uh, to screen cap it and bring it up, but I didn't, but it was like, ask these questions and then answer them. And then, um, before you like, you know, give your opinion on the movie, whatever. And one of the things was like, who, uh, did anybody go into the room? And this guy's answer was yes. And uh, he elaborated to where the characters didn't go into the room. But he did. No, the camera. Oh, it pulled. did. So we, as a viewer, yeah, we viewers, did. We went, went into, into the, the room. room. Yeah. I think that was one of those things is, you know how they found their self? Yeah. If you're deep enough and pay attention... I'm I'm almost certain I've, there's been people write books about this shit. Yeah. And they do like whole series and like there's probably people that watch this movie and found themselves. They ask themselves the same questions. Yeah. I could see it doing that for some. Yeah. And you're right, Griffin. When I'm 45 years old, I might watch this movie and have a fucking like a revelation, dude. Just. Yeah. Like, holy I mean, shit, I, I didn't think about it like this then, but... Yeah, I mean, because th- just just from 2001... That was... Probably, yeah, I watched it... That's one of the first the- times, though, that something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and it, you know, because, you know, we're all in our 30s now, and that's the first time I've seen that movie in a, a few years. Yeah. A lot's happened. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And it, it did, man. Like, I looked at it, it was different. I was looking through a different scope. Yeah, different lens. Yeah, different lens of life, man, and it it was different. Yeah, it yeah. And I, that's really the first time I've experienced that, and that's a deep movie. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, I don't know I, if it's I as see, deep as this one, but well, and and that's the thing, like, kind of deep. Everybody compares uh, Stalker and 2001. Oh, do they? Yeah, e- everything that I read on the movie, anything like that. It compared 2001 and uh, Stalker. And and I get that because I watched 2001 when I was probably 12 or 13 for the yeah. first time. And then I enjoyed it for the spectacle because I was, I yeah, was a but kid. Just the way it looked and it was a space movie. Yeah. You didn't get too deep with it. No, but then as an adult, as a 30-year-old. man. When you sit there and pay attention and listen. Yeah. And you get shit. Yeah. You... You've lived life. Yeah. You haven't lived, and thirty years isn't that long. Oh, but, but it's enough to get more. And then in another thirty years, if you watch two thousand one, then what are you going to get out of it then? And in thirty years, if you watch Stalker, what are you going to get out of it? It's just going to be. As soon as I'm, it went off, I knew. I mean, I told myself like I'll have to watch this again. I'll have to sit through this long ass movie again. And I'm not, you know, and I want to. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have to wait a while and watch this. Um, I would put this movie on my shelf. Oh, yeah. If I ever saw it out, I would. You definitely would cop it. 
uh, a Blu-ray copy, especially if you get that Criterion collection. Um, yeah, I watched a little piece on how they do those those bring those back to life, and it's amazing. Really, it's pretty cool. I'll send it to you guys, dude. They take they try to get the original prints, right? All right, and they're like, if we want to do it in two K or four K, okay, two K. So you put the film in there. All right, it hits one frame and it takes a shot of it. You know, puts it digitizes. You know, yeah, dude, it takes over a week to do the entire movie. Holy shit. Because of the detail that they're trying to like pull out of it. Preserve? Yeah, because every time you hit a frame, there's thirty, you know, thirty frames in a second. Yeah. It they try to like you I don't it's almost like when we point a, a, a telescope at something and you gotta leave it sitting there for a minute. Yeah. To get a good image of it. You know, like they'd have to hold on it. And right. then goes to the next frame. Holds. And they burst this light in the background to get the colors to come through and it was a really cool uh, little like ten minute. How it's like how Criterion brings movies back to life. And thank God that they're doing. It. Oh yeah, dude. Praise them. That's a big deal to to make that. I think they have what do they have like a hundred? Something I think I mean, so. Something like that. They got. Uh, uh. And this movie deserves to be up there with all those movies. Um. I don't want anybody to send out, you know, I don't want people with pitchforks at my house. Yeah. It was just that run time. I was feeling it. But yeah, I like, I like where you went with that, man. That, what'd you say, Travis? Real estate rewind? Real estate replay? Rewatch. Rewatch. Anything with an R in it. Um, y'all keep going. I'll BRB. Travis, you've been watching Picard? Mm-hmm. So I know me and Griffin haven't seen any of it yet, but what are we, two episodes in? Yeah, man. How you feeling? Uh, it's good so far. It's good so um, far? Is it everything you thought it would be? Uh, yes and no, but in a good way. In a good way? Yeah. I like that, I like that it's not something that I called from a mile away or something, you know? Yeah. You think it will have they confirmed like multiple seasons or is this like a one and done? I guess they're I'm just seeing sure. how it goes, like Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. I've been watching Doctor oh, Who. Yeah. Has it been good? It's been I've pretty good. Behind. Yeah, I'm on a you need to hit up one of them you know, places where you can watch stuff like that. And you remember back when Mandalorian was out, we were on there. Um, but did you watch last season? Yes. Did you watch it all? Mm-hmm. This one's better than that season. The new, something happened in the newest episode that was pretty goddamn cool. Okay. Kind of want to tell you just so you'll watch it, but I'm not going to do it. But look, dude, something happens where you're like, oh, shit, what's this? Like, what's, it's, it's like, some, I've watched a lot of Doctor Who, and we've never had something quite like this. I won't build it okay. up too much, but it's episode five, 
Okay. And you know, Doctor Who does one of those things where you can watch any episode because they 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 kind of link together, but every episode's its own thing. Oh, you already knew that the Master returned. Uh, yeah. You told me the Master was going to be in the first. I think the first episode, the second one, and he was. He it was a good little thing there, and uh, new shit come to light. You know, Master came. He brought some news. Word. Um, but yeah, check it out, man. It's been good. Um, Sorry about that. So far, I'm caught up. We were just we were we were while you were away, we we kind of briefly talked about Picard and Doctor Who. Real estate recap. It was going pretty good. He was telling me uh, Picard was going all right, and I was telling him Doctor Who was, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, top notch. Is it? Is it? Doctor Who? Yeah. This season's better than the last one. Okay. Are they finally finding their footing? Uh, the last Kinda. season had more episodes where I was like, ah, you know, like. Yeah. Skip this, it. this one only had like a little touch. Like in one episode, I was just like, oh, come on, man. Don't. No. But I was telling him like something happens in episode five where you're like, oh, shit. What? Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. Something happens, dude. Like where it's like, rip, 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 rip. like record scratched. Right. The music stopped and everybody looked over. Um, anyway, I th- I think there's over a thousand. <coughs> thousand one. The, oh, that, yeah, I knew it was a high number. In the Criteria Collection. But uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Now is you know, I wonder is is Space Odyssey in there? Uh, I found a website where you can search it. See if it's in there. You know they have their own streaming. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. All right, I'm sorting by. I wonder how title. pricey it is. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't see 2001 on here. Uh, let's see. It's called the um, Criterion Channel. Is the name of it? Change it launched. It. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Uh, so the Criterion Channel. Let's go to the website. 14 day free ch- trial. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go to a sign up thing. So it's ninety nine a year or ten ninety nine a month. Wouldn't so take you that about, long to watch all those movies, right? I mean, you could really just do a podcast on the Criteria Collection. I think there's already one. I actually found a a YouTube channel where these guys do. That's all they do is review those movies. They, oh, really? they, they sit down though, and they do like a 10 minute video about each movie. They're not doing like a real estate. They, they don't go real estate recap. Yeah. Right. So, but, uh, so we got a couple of, um, movie news is here. Uh, so Trav dropped this star Wars abandoned underworld TV series test footage reportedly revealed online. Last year saw the debut of the first live-action TV Star Wars series with Star Wars The Mandalorian, but George Lucas first announced he was developing a Star Wars Underworld TV series back in 2005, with test footage from that project seemingly landing online. 
as you can see from the footage posted uh, on YouTube channel Holonet, the production value looked relatively high, and with streaming networks not being as prominent and without much genre programming to be found anywhere on a large scale. Lucas confirmed that the project was being put back on hold, put on hold back in 2010 due to budgetary restraints. Below footage is genuine. It's easy to see how it would require a larger production budget than, than was the norm a decade ago. Um, the series was set, was to be set between the events of star Wars, revenge of the Sith and star Wars, a new hope a point in time that Star Wars Rebels would go on to occupy. With Disney purchasing Lucasfilm while Underworld was sitting on the shelf, it would seem that they were more interested in wiping the slate clean than attempting to revive former projects. Similarly, the studio has scrapped the plan to convert the original six films into 3D, with Star Wars The Phantom Menace to be the only entry to undergo the process. Underworld was... Could we also point out, because I know you're condensing the article, they had 50 hours of this shit. 50 hours holy of this shit. Was sitting on the shelf. Uh, Holy shit. So it says it sits on the shelf. We have 50 hours, George Lucas revealed back in 2011. We're trying to figure out a different way of making movies. We are looking for the for a different technology that we can use that will make it economically feasible to shoot the show. Right now, it looks like the Star Wars features. Right now, it looks like the Star Wars features. Well, we have to figure out how to make it at about a tenth of the cost of the features because it's television. We're working toward that, and we continue to work towards that. We will get there at some point. It's just difficult, a very difficult process. Obviously, when we do figure the, this problem out, it will dramatically affect features because feature films are costing between two hundred and three hundred fifty million. When we figure this out, they will be able to make a feature film for fifty million. So fifty hours. So that's fifty hour long episodes. That's several seasons of show. What well, do y'all think got- about this? Look, I know they're going to do their own thing, but couldn't they just polish that shit up and pop it on the streaming service? Yeah. I don't just, see why just not. even if they even if they end up doing their own thing, just pop it up, dude. That's some special like feature shit. Let's see what they had. Like, I still watch <clears> it. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind checking. I did. It out. I did happen to watch that ten minute video. We ain't got to We don't have to watch it on the episode, but I do recommend y'all do check it out because it was very was it very different. Oh yeah, it's it's polished test footage, man. Yeah, I'll drop it right here. I'm going to let it I mean, play. We, I mean, I'm down to talk. watch it. Well, we yeah. can play it, and, and I'm going to turn it down and talk over it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. They put that on YouTube. Great. And we got to watch it all, but I'm going to just play it while we're talking. Yeah. Right. Here we go. I, y'all want to sync it up? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, play. So I've got my audio beauty, but yeah, dude, this is, I, it's definitely, I, you, I feel the ear. But yeah, it looks like what sci-fi shows now look like. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which isn't a bad thing because this was 2005. Uh, really? footage from 2010. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, here, it looks, so is, it's got that Lucas a, feel when he was yeah, doing all that test 10 footage. years. It's 10 years ago. So, I mean, 
But I mean, the sets look good. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, you know, I, are they thinking about, do they want to go back and do their own thing with it? And like reshoot? Mm. Got our classic Stormtrooper. Well, I think they already yeah. have, though. They've already the been. Well, here's yeah. the thing, though. If you got 50 hours of this, you can go and do the other Underworld thing. Yeah. People will watch it. But put this out, man. Put all, put it all up. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? People watch it, and it, and it, and they already know where it came from. I'd like to see it. I'd watch it. I would watch this Walmart. and another run. Yeah, They're, they'll be completely different. Well, if they've got fifty hours, there's got to be some. There's some storyline there, right? Yeah, I mean, it looks great. Well, I mean, it kind of, it kind of. I mean, who knows? Who knows how much of this that was taken to eventually become the Mandalorian? Yeah, I think they should just release it as is. As uh, what do they call that obsolete universe stuff? The legacy stuff. Yeah, just release it as legacy. Um, and here's the problem: if they do but, that, you know, though, but that yeah, that that creates a demand for content they really don't want to mess with. Well, not only that, but if it's if it's good, well, if it pops gonna, off, then they'll have to make more. Well, not only that, but they're going to have to somehow incorporate it into what they're already doing, since they got rid of all the legacy and made it not canon. All that stuff, then I don't I, know. I could tell that those, whenever she walked up, the two stormtroopers behind them, you you could tell they were like superimposed. Yeah, because of the the graininess of it. But yeah, this looks good. Like I'm gonna watch this with audio later. I would watch it for sure. It looks good, dude. I will say this: um, Lucas's feel very different than what they're going for now with the feel and the way it's shot. Yeah. It's the, it's a very different shooting style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, which is fine. It's fine. Hey, it is what it is. She's looking for a ship. Yeah. Now, I can't hear the voices, but is it cheesy? Are they dancing? No. Oh, it's it's I mean, it's test footage, so the 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 simple narrative of the short film is like They were just, I think I felt like it's just a way for them to show off how they were going to do the CGI yeah. for the show. How it was going to look. Well, let me ask you this though. Since the legacy stuff isn't canon anymore, then why don't, and I know that he's expressed some interest in returning back to it. Why not Disney bring Lucas on and let him just do legacy stories, whether he wants to do movies or television shows or whatever, because people are going to watch it. But is he Uh, DTD? I think he's expressed that he would be interested in returning. He's down to direct. I mean, Especially if they could work something out with that toy deal that he's got going on. You know what I mean? Like, he still gets all the rights from the merchandise, so. I mean, all that Baby Yoda money they're making, that's fucking Lucas money, you know? Have they started selling the Baby Yodas? They'd be fucking stupid not to. Yeah, they have. Everybody wants a Baby Yoda, dude. He's at Build-A-Bear, you know? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, they they did a Build-A-Bear Baby Yoda. 
No, that's that's real life, oh, dude. That'd be cool, dude. I know. Marina wants one. I'm like, you didn't even watch the fucking show with me. She didn't watch it? No. I'm like, you're not getting one. I'm fucking getting one. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So next thing's next. According to reports, Christian Bell could be jumping to Marvel. As a rumor suggests, mm-hmm. the actor is in talks for Thor, Love and Thunder. So- Bell... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Bell, of course, played Batman in the Nolan trilogy. Interestingly enough, Bell does have a Disney connection as he is currently starring in Fox Disney's racing drama Ford v. Ferrari with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. (laughs) So perhaps that is where the rumor originated. Uh, It is unknown what role Christian Bell would be up to play in Thor Love and Thunder, but my first guess, guess is something goofy similar to Jeff Goldblum playing grandmaster however rumors offer christian bell is possibly better a bill or dario agar the minotaur so maybe bell is providing the voice of the character and or some sort of mocap so the other night travis and Corey were talking about this uh about beta ray bill showing up and then we went down this whole thing and then they were talking about how in the one Thor movie, you can see his head on the tower. Yeah. So you know that he's been there. Yeah. So, then he's, when I, yeah, so he's he's in you. Yeah, he's already yeah, in because it. of that. Yeah. And so then he's somewhere out. There. Whenever I searched Beta Ray Bill, because I never heard of him, he's I was cool looking, looking at images of him, and I saw that image, and I was like, "What's American Psycho doing?" Yeah. Next right. to this fucking character, and I click on it, and it takes me to the article from images. And that was posted on the ninth or the seventh of last month. Um, I say do it, man. I mean, it's probably already happened. Like, yeah. Um, I did see some other like pictures while I was looking him up, where it looked like the character was on set of some movie. You could see well, him standing in the background and see his helmet and his damn yeah. ears and shit and. Well, I have heard rumors that um, that he may pop up in Guardians because Thor is yeah. yeah Thor traveling with them. So, or I mean, who knows? He could cross over. I mean, even though his presence has already been made and everything, what if he somehow crosses over in the multiverse and then he's the real Thor? But the real Thor's gone. No, the real Thor's a woman now. Like they could use that as a plot device to where he's not really a good guy, but he's not really a bad guy. He just kind of, kind of exists. Show you that there could be a different Thor. Yeah. Well, and we're going to get that because you know, um, Lady Thor. Yeah, Natalie. Which I'm totally. If they treat if they treat this movie like they did the the comics, I think they'll do a good job. Because I was it was when when we were talking the other day. Um, I know a lot of. people criticize the that that wave of and i did too the wave of comics where they they were turning all of our heroes and you know you know they're having female personas now but i really enjoyed the way they handled thor because it wasn't a it, it wasn't like he surrenders the hammer to her or anything like that like they fight like the first several issues of her run like it's her and thor fighting it out over the hammer yeah which is uh, I with Takawa Titi helming uh, this movie. 
they could put a fucking dog as Thor, oh and God, I could dude. give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like Hitler could play he, Thor. He could yeah. be playing Thor as Hitler. I don't fucking care. You know, like Jojo Rabbit could be Thor, and I would be <laughs> fine with it. I'm just saying, like he, this dude, what we do in the shadows was my was the first taste of oh that my dick. God. Well, know? I just I know that as this movie gets closer and closer to its own release. And as we see more of it, you know, when the productions, you know, when we start getting more updates and whatnot, I know a lot of, a lot of the arguments are going to be, okay, here's where it starts. Here's where we get nothing but, you know, female superheroes and stuff. But, you know, from a, from a comic book fan standpoint, like I, I didn't mind the change. And, and I don't actually, and it's a, it's a good story that has the theme of like the only thing that that is permanent is change. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing we've said it. We've said it on the podcast before. I don't give a fuck what the gender or the race of it is. As long as the story makes sense, I don't fucking care. Just give me a fucking good story. That's all I want. That's all I want. You could make better a bill, a fucking Asian fucking bodybuilder. It could be that tall black chick from SNL, dude. I'm going to fuck. Yeah. It could be the fucking chick from, uh, what was that that uh, that black chick? That movie is real depressing. Precious. Oh god, it, they could cast <laughs> Precious. Dude. She was wonderful in that movie. They could Did you cast watch her. Precious. I did. Was it sad? It's sad. It's sad. Anyway, uh, they could cast Precious as fucking the next Captain America. I don't give a as fuck. Long as, as long as the story's there, it's there, dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. So yeah. Cast and and whenever they first announced that the next Thor movie was going to be a woman, there were some audible "ugh" that I heard across the internet. But I'm sitting here thinking, like, dude, fuck all these people. Like, who cares? Takawa Titi is back. If you saw that fucking masterpiece he did with fucking Thor Ragnarok, I think he's going to do a good story. Oh yeah, he's not going to think- push shit down our throat. <coughs> Excuse me. And if He's going to do it clever. We watched Jojo Rabbit. We saw Everything the social that this comparisons. guy has ever put out is clever. Oh, yeah. Great filmmaker. But, right. Because that, to me, that's what's really great about him as a director, especially with these comic movies and stuff, is that like his comedy works so well with it. Yeah. But he's able to flip the epic switch on at a moment's notice and moment's it turn notice. into the action piece you want, you know? Yeah. I'm excited to watch the Thor movie. I am too. When I heard he was directing this, I'm like, I mean, I mean, I was going to watch it anyway, but, but of course they're going to bring him back, dude. Do you remember how that fucking Thor movie made bank, dude? Yeah, it did. Oh, it completely obliterated Justice League in the box office. Cause that, that's, that, that was its, uh, competition at the time. Yeah. Um, so Robert Pattinson's playing Batman guys. I don't know if y'all knew this or not. I, I might've heard what? something about it. Twilight's playing Batman. Yeah. Just no, have you seen know. the lighthouse? Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm still thinking about that fucking movie. Anyway, right. um, I've been chatter, bro. <laughs> Robert, Robert Pattinson. Batman is crazy. So Robert Pattinson talks more about what drew him to the Batman as he says what he likes about the 
titular character is that he's crazy and perverse, something that draws the 33-year-old actor to all the roles he plays. While promoting the UK release of The Lighthouse, the BBC interview goes other goes over various roles in movies Robert Pattinson has been involved with, including Twilight and the upcoming Christopher Nolan time-twisting thriller Tenet, which is re- released in July, where Pattinson also compares the roles he has played as played to batman batman is one of the crazy and perverse characters he usually plays out of all the big roles that i think of in that kind of realm he muses there was just something about this one regarding the lighthouse robert pattinson revealed reveals he contacted the director robert eggers after watching the witch where the two were where the two were collaborating eggers was trying to get Pattinson to play the type of English aristocrat aristocratic role that he had been so determined to avoid. But Pattinson told Eggers he wanted to do something really, really crazy. I said to him at the end of one of our meetings, I only want to do stuff that's really, really, really crazy. It's noted that Eggers thought for a bit and replied, I've been writing this thing with my brother. And if it isn't crazy enough, I don't know what is. Of course, another crazy character that Pattinson has played is the vampire vampire heartthrob edward cullen in the twilight fan tra- franchise was it obviously nah, obviously pattinson is right about batman being a bit crazy as bruce wayne dresses up as a giant bat on a nightly basis and fights crime so um this is the most interesting thing to me in the article so the batman gets released on june 25th with matt reeves directing the script is co-written by Reeves and Matson Tomlin. Michael Change it. Michael Giacchino is scoring the music with the film, also got, starring... Uh, he also happened to be the dude that scored Lost. Oh. Ooh. The film, other great, great movies. Uh, the film also stars Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, mm. Paul Dano as Edward Nashton, which is the Riddler, Jeffrey Wright as the GCPD's James Gordon, uh, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, Peter Skarsgård as Gotham DA Gil Coulson, uh, Jamie Lawson as mayoral candidate Bella Rill, with Andy Serkis as Alfred and Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot. This is a fucking killer cast. Yeah, dude, killer cast. Right? Real estate first right here, killer cast. Paul Dano. Dude, he's going to kill it. John Turturro, Peter Skarsgård, Jeffrey Wright, Andy Serkis, Colin Farrell. Well, after after watching The Lighthouse, and he's been in some other good movies, but we've been sleeping on this dude. He's about to get his moment, dude. Well, I want this movie to be like... I think it's going to be big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big, like I just, it's going to be big. Still be, I want it to be. I want it to have a brooding nature to it. Dark. As opposed to, don't get me wrong, the the Dark Knight trilogy. They like with with fucking Hans Zimmer. They had that fucking like fucking Batman's about to kick some ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? I the, with them saying this movie is supposed to be a more noir take. I really hope that the film's done in a way to where 
Robert Pattinson's going to monologue over his thought, like Batman's thought process. Yeah, I like that. Like, because that's that, that's how you fucking read Batman yeah. the comic, dude. Is like it's 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 Batman's thoughts. Let me get that head voice. The story progresses. Like in between bits of dialogue, when when Batman shows up, a lot of the times it's his. It's just his thoughts, his thought process. I'm calling it right now. What he's doing in the movie. There's going to be this shot. It's like a. It's like a drone shot or something, you know, camera coming in over the city, mm-hmm. you know, slow motion, not too fast coming in over the city. You know, you, you hear police sirens and stuff. And then you just hear him like fucking coming in with that Batman shit. Cool. And I don't think he's going to go with a weird voice. Yeah. He's just going to play it. You, I just hear him talking over it. Yeah. You know? Well, it it would be smart. It would be smart, they smart. The city never sleeps. You know, he's just coming in. Like, well, it would be smart if they went in as you know how they did um, Ben Affleck, where he had the voice changer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I like that. So give him the voice changer when yeah. he talks, but whenever you hear his monologue, it's, it's just, just him because you hear the head voice. Because yeah. I mean, like seriously, you could go pull any any like any batman comic off the shelf right now and it would start out with something you know like not don't go gritty like change your voice like y'all are saying like rorjack did in watchman but you know he starts off and it's just like gotham city complete hellhole insert all the good writing you could possibly see the camera panning in introducing the world and then it's like you know who am I? I'm fucking Batman. I'm well, like, okay, cool. The cam- look, like, the camera, this is opening shot, dude. Camera's panning in. Over, all right, you hear the credits, the symbol rolls, comes in over the city, right? Yeah. And it's just, and you hear I, him talking over it, Gotham City. He's just talking, dude. We've been through this. We've been through that, blah, blah, blah. The camera comes in, switches around, like pans into a restaurant where he's sitting there as Bruce Wayne eating dinner with somebody, pretending not to be Batman, you know? Yeah. Playing the character, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Because it's a character. I think this Batman is going to be a winner. <laughs> Who's directing this Batman movie? Um, shit, it said it in the article. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Reeves. Matt motherfucking Reeves. Okay. He did those Planet of the Apes movies, Cloverfield. Yeah. Um, the first Cloverfield. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, yeah. He. Let's see. It's just called the Batman, y'all. I just, I just know that, like, I know Batman is a punchy character, <laughs> but we've had, we've had enough ridiculous punchy movies for the past 10 years in game gives you all the punchy you could want yeah well that that's why i'm 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 still waiting for the actual detective batman the yeah the detective race against time solving the crime batman. i think we're gonna yeah. get it yeah i mean and don't get me wrong i'm sure we're gonna get really good moments where he fucking Drops the fucking batarang and does some shit, but you, you want know. Dick Tracy Batman? You know what I'm saying? Solve. Not not silly, but yeah, you know, detective. Like you want? Well, to me, when you got Detective Batman, it's more Bruce Wayne than Batman. Yeah, because he's just doing his thing. But 
What's crazy about Matt Reeves, man, is fucking Cloverfield was his breakout role. That was his. He did a yeah. bunch of TV before that. I love that fucking Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Um, and then those Planet of the Apes movies. Are oh, great. they're so good. Yeah. And I was like, I knew they were going to suck. Yeah, I, I didn't. Like, I, won't, I didn't. I didn't want to like. And here's something I'm wondering too: Are they gonna? Are they gonna go the route that Nolan did and make Gotham look like any other kind of city, or is he gonna go a Tim Burton approach and make it look very dark Gothic. and you know, like almost co- like comic Gotham. bookish as hell? Yeah, yeah. Well, may- maybe he'll combine the two. A mixture. Well, think about it. If if the old Gotham looks like Tim Burton and the new Gotham that is under construction, I mean, that would be one of those pivotal plot points where it's like, oh, well, the mafia or the mob or whoever you want to call it is getting rid of old Gotham. Yeah, all these. I, I don't mean, know about would, y'all, but dude, when I think it, about Gotham, I think about Tim Burton's Gotham. That's I just, just had an awesome idea, Griffin, when you were saying that. Yeah, combine the two yeah. and have it where, you know, modern day Gotham is, you know, mo- you know, kind of like the way cities develop. You have the old versions of the towns that are kind of abandoned and left and have it to where, you know, he's got to go into old Gotham to fucking get to the bottom of something. And as he's going, you just see the Batmobile hauling through this part of Gotham that looks straight up out of Tim Burton. Yeah. I mean, why not? Wait, you know, Colin Farrell's going to play the penguin dude. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, Paul Dano is the Riddler, dude. I knew he was the Riddler. And I heard you say Colin Farrell earlier, and I was like, I didn't, I was doing something. I'm like, what? It's it's nice that they're bringing Penguin back and the Riddler, and they're bringing them back like. In the same I like that they're not, I I like that they're not going, they're going for the jugular with the rogues gallery, but they're not like, like we've had enough Joker. Let's let Batman square off against, you know, someone else. Sure, I'm sure there'll be a Joker reference. I'm sure there'll be something going on, but well, if they're smart, if they're smart, all right. Batman has one of the most expansive. Oh my god, uh, self self contained universes because days. Yeah, but his Rogues Gallery is so iconic, and it's not unrealistic to be in a detective type situation to where he has to pop in on Mister Freeze. Like Mr. Freeze is in prison. Hey, what what does this mean? There's only one person in this city that can tell me what this is. And he's in Arkham. You know, or like the Riddler. Like the Riddler is not locked up, but he's not doing anything wrong. Hey. But maybe he's connected to it. What do y'all think Let's- about this? Let me throw this at you. Batman has to go to Arkham. He's gonna question Mr. Three Freeze. And we're not getting that fucking campy everybody G, you know yeah, we're not getting yeah. that mr freeze but in my mind mr freeze is big he's a big yeah. dude and just imagine he comes up he's standing there the camera pans over check this out guys just picture this it's what's on batman and it, it pans over dave batista oh i like dave that batista sitting there yeah play a mr freeze and he's got you know those crazy glasses he had in blade runner yeah yeah he has those but they're red tinted deep red just think about that he could he could pull that off yeah because i I don't know why but maybe because i saw arnold play when he was big but mr freeze to me is just he's a big dude 
Or, or like I'm thinking something similar to he goes to Arkham, he has to go to Mister Freeze, but keep it kind of keep the the crazy, the crazy spirit of the comic books where the environments can change and all that shit. You know, like yeah. have it where when he goes up to who where Victor Freeze is being held, you see frost on the hinges. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, and he's got that like, blue tint to his body. Well, when when the door they got to keep him whenever, on ice whenever the. When the officer knocks on the door, the thing slides open, and all you see are just the the red spectacles, like of his. You just see his yeah. eyes first. And when he slides the thing open, like little shards of glass dust, little shards of ice dust come off of it. Yeah. Or and you I'm, could do it like this, over the shoulder shot behind Mister Freeze. You just see a big ass shoulder. You yeah. See Batman standing there in front of him, and then because Batista's got a good voice for that. Yeah, it's real that's deep. deep. Yeah, that, that Mr. Free. And you remember with Arnold, it sounded like they pitched his voice down. Yeah. I'm almost certain they did that. Yeah. But I think Dave Batista could play Mr. Freeze, man. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. He's like, proved himself. It, it, Here's it, the thing, though. No cold puns. No, no, no not at don't, all. Don't, no, None. Don't be serious. You make it, you make it, you make it serious. as serious as fuck, dude. And let, serious, just serious. let the ridiculousness of the character be what it is. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, I want to see them draw, pull the inspiration from the uh, Arkham games. Because in the Arkham games, you know, you have, which of course you have multiple villains you were dealing with, this, that, and the other. But at certain points in the game, you would drop in on somebody and be like, Listen, motherfucker, like, what are you doing? I need help with this. I'm fucking Batman. And then it's the villains like, well, what am I going to gain out of it? You know what I mean? Like, well, And then have him coming to him. Like when the chick came to meet Hannibal Lecter and ask him some questions. Yeah. Kind of do that. You remember that scene where she comes in there and she's like, I need help. I need to yeah. like, I need to get in the mind of the criminal. Yeah. Kind of I mean, play it, it like that. That that's the Batman that we haven't seen in live action before, and that's the Batman that I want. To where they're not afraid to put ten villains in a movie, even though he's not fighting them, because he's a fucking detective. Like if he finds a mysterious fucking flower, who the fuck is he gonna take it to? Poison Ivy. Yeah, I was about to say, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's like maybe she's locked up, maybe she's not. Maybe well, she's. It's a movie percent. that needs to be safe in the. It, it, it needs to be safe in its mythos. Wait, yeah. who you and got not for be afraid to, to do with that? You know, who could who play poison to? ivy? Oh, um, I've got someone in mind. The chick from. Uh, the chick from uh, oh fucking what was that alien movie with the octopus? Oh, Arrival. Yeah, what's that chick's name? Um, fuck, y'all know who I'm talking it? about. Yeah, hold on. So either her, Amy Adams. Yeah, either Amy Adams or that other redheaded chick that was in that Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about because she's already got the hair. Yeah. What is her name? I know her name. I'm going to look it up. Zero Dark Thirty. I'm looking it up. I'm going to find it first. No, you ain't. Jessica Chastain. Uh, Jessica Chastain. That, I'm, I'm going over her over Amy Adams. Yeah. Um. Let fucking... What was the movie where they trapped in the bookcase? <laughs> What's it called? Um, Come on. All right. All right. Was trapped in the bookcase. Um... Uh-huh. 
Interstellar. Interstellar. Why do I think Inception? Uh, uh, Chris, well, you know, I was in, I was in the right church. <laughs> you were in the right church. But, Wrong pew. Yeah. yeah. Look, dude, just look, look at this photo and picture her in the... I'm going movie news. Keep everybody in the same room. Just picture her, dude. I think that's a perfect pick, dude. Picture her, Poison yeah. Ivy. She's pale, redheaded. Just paint her green. I mean, that's still too close to Uma Thurman. Is it? A little who, who bit. Who do you pick? That's, I, that's what Katie I'm working Perry? on right now. No. I'm just kidding. No, I, I would pick the chick that was in MMA. Huh? Yeah. MMA? Yeah, the MMA. Oh, Gina Carano, the one that's in The Mandalorian? No. Uh, the one, the one the that was like... Yeah, yeah, the one that was kicking everybody's ass, and then she got her ass beat real bad. The one a that beat times. Ronda Rousey. No, Ronda Rousey. Oh, have her play. She could play it. I mean, her acting's kind of. Yeah, I mean, well, all, all she's got to do is be forty. Just stand there. Be forty, dude. Just stand there and push your tits up. That's <laughs> Ronda. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, but. Yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking win. Dude, I'm still I'm hooked on that Dave Batista. Yeah, I like that Mr. choice, Freeze, dude. That's that's a good pick, dude. What about the chick from Mad Men? She's a redhead. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Yeah, I know you're talking about. She's thick too. She's thick, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, thick. 2021. Batman, Christina and I'm excited. Hendricks is her name. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Trav. She thick. Yeah, dog. She's already wearing the costume. Is she? I got you right here, dude. Let's see it. Dude, when you see this shit, you're gonna fucking like and subscribe. Here she is, dude. She's already dressed up like her. This is what she looks like when she goes out to eat dinner. Oh my fuck. Put her in it. Jesus Christ, them things are huge. Yeah. And by things, <laughs> he's talking about her glasses. Yeah. Was she a um, American Beauty? Uh, it says she reveals American Beauty poster features her. Oh, that's her belly. The American Beauty poster of the belly with the rose? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's well, I her mean, belly. <clears throat> Well, I mean, all assets aside, man, the reason I got to thinking about her was that you said Redheads. uh well flirty. And that's oh, that's kind of Poison flirty. Ivy's character. And I just correlated it to what little bit I've seen her in Mad Men and I just like, okay, just, that works. Just picture her rolling in, because you know she coming up on Batman. Just picture her rolling in to eat dinner somewhere like this. Batman's playing <laughs> cards like James Bond, shaking not stirred. And she rolls in like that. With the red hair though. Or no, or no, man, I would say, like, go full CGI and Arkham style with it, man. Like, have her being lifted by the plants <laughs> and well, the fucking vines wrapping them up, up and, like and her being Batman. like, what the fuck you want, Batman? Like, I'll fuck you up. Like, Oh, this one's even better. I've been sleeping on her, dude. This one's even better right here. She was in the Neon Demon. Look at this. Mm-hmm. That hair, dude. She's got that poison ivy hair. That's a good pick, Trav. All right, I gotta go. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah.
Don't don't contact me. But yeah. <laughs> it's like it's melting your your the fissures of your brain, Griff. It's melting That's something. Some good movie news. Yeah. We so try trailers. It. We're moving on to trailers. I'm, what we got first? Uh blood vessel. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> I have a trailer that I'm not going to yet. It's just so funny. I, which I tried to transition away from the. <laughs> we went to, straight to uh, blood vessel. Yeah. I got a trailer that I'm going to drop at the end. That it's it's just a, it's a funny thing. Is it a surprise? It's a surprise. It's a real estate surprise. I'm holding out to the end though. All right. It's something that I saw this past week and I thought was funny and I didn't have enough time to download it and put a logo in it and change it, but I'll spin the yarn for you myself. Right. Are we all ready for blood? What? Let me ask you something, Adam. Okay. Are you logged into the real estate YouTube right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm streaming from it from now on. Every time we watch a video, real estate was here. Okay. Comment on it. With a link to the SoundCloud. What do you think? Uh, will it let me drop a link? In the comments? I'm going to see. I don't know. That's a good idea, dude. I, why didn't we fucking, dude? We're 150 episodes in and we're I fucking know, slipping. Dude. We're fucking slipping, dude. We've been sleeping on this. Let's see if it lets me do it. I'm doing it right now. Real estate <clears> is here. Link. Comment. Yeah, dude, it worked. All right, hell yeah. Can y'all see it? Refresh. On Blood Vessel? Yeah. Uh, and like the comment. I don't see it. It's at the top. I don't I don't see it anymore. I can see do it. You, do you have to ch- oh, sort by? Hold on. No, it should New be look. the first one. There. I'm liking it. You see Bam. it? Bam. All right, yeah. Did the link Rest. work? Click the link. Right, it works. It. I'm going. Yep, here we are. Mm, all right. Why the fuck didn't we think of this? I don't know. Before? That's a good idea, dude. I'm going to copy and save that so I can always do it. Yeah. Real estate was here. Griffin. Every time that anything happens, real estate was here. All the trailers that we watch. Yeah, all of them. Because people be like, what the fuck is this? It's just enough to that's let them idea, know. Dude. All right. I see the like. Trav, you ain't going to like it? What is? <laughs> I'm gonna uh, like it. I'm allowed. That's got two. We've got a uh, 2020 horror movie called Blood Vessel. I'm guessing it's did a you, did a you ship made this? out of blood. No, I didn't. Now I'm sure it's B movie as fuck. I was about to say. I was like, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. <laughs> say this is a B movie. Are you guys ready? You ready, Trav? Trav ain't here no more, dude. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm ready. I Did am. you like the comment? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Are they rushing? Yeah, this is... Vodka. Oh... Indiana Holmes. Nobody's driving the ship. 
Oh, that's creepy. Close your eyes. Oh! Did he say get fucked? Oh, shit. It's a what's-his-name, dude. He shall not be named. Like that that pulling tug, that camera shot. I will say this. This movie looks like a silly goose time. This looks like something that you could sit around with your friends, like when you're drinking and you want some background noise. You could laugh at this. Um, what was that one movie with the Nazis on the moon? Iron something, Iron Fist. What was it called? Iron oh, Sky. It's, it's like that. It's got that, you know. Yeah. This is actually the prequel. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Can I delete that <laughs> post? Yeah. Yeah. They've changed the way it works now. You actually have to click. All right. What we got next? Jesus rolls. Guess what? I have this movie. Do you? I do. No shit. I have it. High have you, quality. Have you watched it? Nope. I'm podlocked. Okay. Well, I'm podlocked yeah. on that. Yeah. Um can't uh, wait to get, watch it. You're gonna give it the uh, the crest. Y'all ready? You know, Chris and it they out. haven't dropped dude, the movie's out. They haven't dropped a bigger a, a longer trailer than this. A bigger trailer. Now this is the teaser. Is there a full trailer? Cause the movie dude is available. It says in theaters and on demand March sixth. So I know it's been done for a while. So Let's see if they have a longer one. So, okay. The one you drop is 36, 35 seconds, 34. They got a 53 one. Oh, you well, want to do that one? Yeah. You want to do it last? Yeah. Cause it, well, I, we're doing, I got one that's last, but, uh, well, you know, Hey, what I mean. and there's also another movie down here. That's got this guy in it. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. All right, so I'm going to remove that. We're, we've abandoned the ship, Trav. We're 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 going to move down to target, target number, number one. one. Josh Hartnett. I love Josh. He's Hartnett. good, dude. Low key, love him. No, it's really not low key since I'm standing on the podcast. Yeah, but I love him. <laughs> Have you watched this trailer? No. It's in theaters April the 24th, target number one. Trav, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Yeah, dude, he's good. It's powder. 
Oh, it's old fucking baby, dude. What's his name? Crybaby? The comedian? What's up? I'm powder. I got struck by lightning when I was a baby. This shit looks serious. That's what's his name, dude? That comedian. Jim Gaffigan? Okay. I recognize the old guy, too, with the mustache. Who is he? I recognize him. I'm going to have to look. This has got a fucking Escobar feel to it, dude. They go say his name. There he is. Who is that guy? The old guy with the mustache that was pointing the gun there. I recognize him. I'd watch it. It looks yeah, it fucking looks good. good. Yeah. Real estate was here. Oh yeah. Thanks. Cause I forgot. Hang on. <laughs> Got me copy and pasting. It's funny. It's a good idea, dude. I got. I'm gonna do that on all these. That's hilarious. Real estate was here, and not real estate was here. <laughs> as soon as you try to stop, type in, stop in, type in real estate podcast, it comes up real real estate podcast. It's like, nah, um, motherfucker. Yeah, we're not selling houses and shit. We're selling Come on. movies. Yeah. We're at least trying to understand movies. All right, here we go. Watch the Super Bowl, gentlemen. Watch it for the commercials. We got some. We got the Falcon. We got a little. We got a little Disney Plus teaser pilot. Yeah, dude. Little. They did a little thing with it. A little bit of the Marvel mashup. A little say. bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. I'm ready when y'all A little are. bit of Wanda, what I see. Y'all ready? I'm, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. It's only 46 seconds. Check this out, though. Look at this. Fucking trees up. Try to pay attention. Look at this. Happens fast. Okay, I got something to say about that. Yeah. All right, hang on. So, during the WandaVision, they were in I Love Lucy, the Brady Bunch house. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Well. What's happening there? She's. 
Is she in she, like a little alternate universe just so she can be with fucking Vision? Well, I think she's keeping Dreaming him alive. Or, yeah, well, she's got. She's him. in her own head. Yeah, he's. Or she's did having you notice a complete, that? utter fucking meltdown. Did y'all notice? Like one of them was I Love Lucy. Yeah. And then I saw the Brady Bunch house, and then the other the other ones looked familiar too. I just can't think of them off the top of my head, but it looked like it almost it looked like it showed her in her her old school like comic like headgear. It did. Yeah, it did. What's so, next? um, the plot against America with the Jesus. With yeah, the Jesus. <laughs> it's the same it's actor, right? John Turturro. Isn't it crazy? Like, look at him there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that's crazy, dude. And then you look, look at him at playing him. the Jesus and seem like that's like it ain't <laughs> the same person, dude. He transforms, dude. Wait, he's a chameleon. I forgot to drop real estate was here <sighs> on that last thing, but I can do it real quick. Hang All on, right. I got, I got it. Cop. Let me go back. <laughs> Man, I got it. I gotta get with it, dude. I'm slipping. I'm sleeping on this. I'll catch you slipping up. I need Trap. to. One of y'all need to log into it so y'all can do it because I got a lot yeah. going on over here. I'm. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to monitor levels and uh, I'm just going to start every movie trailer that I watch. I'm going to drop that, even if it's not on the pod. Every trailer. You should do it on every YouTube video. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. Uh, for real estate or for my own channel? Real estate. I don't well, care no, you got to be logged into real estate, but yeah. Well, that's the thing, dude. Whenever you start watching movie trailers, you should switch over to the real estate account. It's really easy. You go up there, click the logo. Yeah. You have other accounts. You click it because if you're watching movie trailers on your personal channel, you're fucking flubbing your feed up, dude. Like, yeah, you're right. You just start getting hit with everything like blood vessel and. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, don't, I don't watch movie trailers on my other account. Cause I watch everything me, on dude. My, yeah. And then the hot, the hot dog video, dude, it really fucks my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Travis, you've seen this hot dog the, video, right? Where the guy sucks Have the you, hot, Travis? Yes. All right. Yes. At the we end of the podcast, we're going to play several times. <laughs> we have to we, play this video at the end of the podcast. Well, we found another video that's years later, and he shows up at this party, and he's like, everybody stop. You want to see something fucking badass? <laughs> and he starts doing it at this party, and he spits it in this chick's face. I almost passed out from laughing so hard, dude. Do y'all want to hit him with it at the end? Uh, I mean, what I keep y'all? We'll see where we get. <laughs> You're like, I'll laugh too loud. I'll wake Marina up and You're like, be I won't fucking... be able to go to sleep. No, I won't. Cause dude, me and Corey were laughing so hard. Yeah. Like anyway. <clears throat> All right. The plot against again. America. <laughs> yeah. Let's Great get travel. serious for a second mm-hmm. here. Three, two, one, play HBO teaser. Is he a Kennedy? Sounds like a Kennedy. This looks serious, but it looks... Yeah. I think that dude's going to be a good actor. Look at him. They're saying something on the tube. 
The Wire. The Wire was big, dude. I knew she was in this. I thought that was her. Hitler. You hearing this fucking accent? He's rocking. Oh, Hitler. I think that guy's going to fucking steal it, man. It looks good. Oh, shit. Who watches the Watchmen? Love the accent, dude. Damn. Looks great. It looks good. It looks serious, though. The Watchmen really opened some doors here, right? Some doors. Now everybody's all willy-nilly with the... With the race and the KKK. Yeah, it's been done. Watchmen did it better. Anyway. better. (laughs) <laughs> the oh, seventh cavalry uh real estate was here god damn it <laughs> it's new the, man just send it, it to me. i got it <clears throat> I, I, I already put it in there i need to do it before we watch it i'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and do it on the next one all right i got it it's there all right so what's next um the dust walker so what if they don't allow? Com- what if comments are turned off? Do I give them a thumbs down? Because yeah, real estate was here, baby. We tweet them and tell them to suck a dick. Real estate we, said we suck set a up dick. a petition. I was cutting <laughs> episodes. By the way, guys, check us out on all episodes are up. Any streaming service, you you just pick your poison and just listen to us. For fucking 150 episodes. Yeah. Just do uh, it. As soon as we get offline tonight, this episode will be online. Fucking as soon as yeah. we finish. So that Stay means we, we got to let people know that we live stream these every Tuesday. We live stream them. Every On Tuesday, you- I'd say around uh, 9 o'clock Central. Yeah. We're when central. we go live. Yeah. Well, Most I'm not, but. Yeah, you're in a different time zone. Yeah, but, but still. <laughs> same difference. Yeah, we usually go live around nine. Yeah. Sometimes eight. Just depends. Check yeah. Twitter. But here's what you got to do. You got to pull her page up and just wait for it. You know, like. Anyway. Uh, y'all ready for the next one? Yeah. The and I've already dropped the comment. I did too. You did too? <laughs> yeah, Trav, you ready? Yeah, I'm loading it up right now. Sci-fi horror. Dust Walker. We'll see. <laughs> it's either uh, going to be sci-fi horror or comedy B movie. Here we go. Y'all ready? Three, two, one, play. All right. Here we go. I like a good movie, dude. Come on now. Good day, Mike. 
You wouldn't want to blow your fucking head off there, would you, mate? Oh, shit. What's he doing? Don't pick that up. Pod People. What was that Pod People movie? What was it called? Revenge of the Pod? Body Snatchers, dude. This is it right here. Calling it. Look at him. He's a body snatcher. Dude, I saw that shit when I was a kid, and it fucked me up. Dude, I was afraid to walk home. That bitch was in the shat when she was in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a faculty, mate. Dude, invasion of the body snatchers, dude. Look, they're aliens. What the fuck? That ain't no body snatcher. Did I already say it? Yeah, I said real estate's here. I mean, now, y'all didn't hear it because it was muted, but Griffin said it looks like the faculty. It's, I'm going to say it's a cross between the faculty and invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, which, I mean, the faculty was just like a teenage remake of it was invasion of the body snatchers. So I love how, the faculty, by the way. How old were you guys when you saw invasion of the body snatchers? Uh, I was a kid. Yeah. I was a child. I shouldn't have watched it. Yeah. 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 Hey, look, dude, there's no movie that ever fucked me up like that movie. My grandmother, my mom's mother, let me watch that. She was babysitting me. I'm a kid, dude. I'm like, I need a babysitter. That's how young I am. Yeah. And I watched that shit. And then we all lived in the same apartment complex, Valley View. Valley View. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I had to, as soon as it was over, like my mom was home. She called. She was like, I'm home. And I was like, all right. And I had to walk home. I couldn't walk home, dude. It was only just a few buildings down. I couldn't do it, man. Yeah. I was terrified. And here's what I remember. When I think about it, it was the scene where the chick was in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that stuck with me. But that scene where she was in the bathtub and then shit started getting crazy. Yeah. That was it. And when I went home, I was I had I started having night terrors. My well, mom my mom was like, Why'd you let him watch that shit? Well, it was crazy. Well, I mean, it's just because that's the most vulnerable place to get you. The bathtub, dude? Yeah. Griffin Griffin, what's up? Close the door, we can go in the bathroom, right? Every time I go to the bathroom. Dude, I lock it. I close and lock the door. I don't care if I'm alone. Yeah. Because if anybody breaks in or anything funky happens, there's an extra layer of protection. I need time to get my pants up. And yeah. I'm not going to come out shooting you with my dick out. No. I need time. So, but I'm the same way. I never go on a back. I never leave the door open. No. Even if I'm alone. Especially if I'm alone. Do you do What about when you sleep? Because you're, you're in the same position. <clears throat> Well, so I have so to. So when leave you the, lay down, do you, do you leave the door open? Well, no. You crack it. Well, I have to leave the door open because we have gas heat. Yeah, but you don't so want to go I, down that road. But I, yeah, I had to get used to, to that. Sleeping. Yeah, because I always slept with the door closed. Close. It didn't matter. Close. Yeah, it. dude. When I go in a bedroom, clo- what's the door open for? Close it. We're in here. Yeah. Close it. And my thing was like, we're shutting the rest of the world off. Yeah. 
it's just me here. right it's, now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had I get to get it. used to it too because it was freezing my ass out. Yeah. Because if I closed it, the the central was just the room was so small. It was just like I'd wake up, be icicles hanging off my nose, and I'm like, I I got cracked the door and let some of this shit breathe. So we finally got a full trailer for a Quiet Place Two. Thank God. And it aired during the Super Bowl. Y'all ready to check it out? I am. Three, two, one, play. Here we go. That bass drop. They come in with that bass drop. So this is this happened. This is before everything. We're getting a splash back. Did y'all see motherfucking open the Bifrost? Did y'all know that girl's deaf in real life? I saw her doing an interview and she was doing it with her hands and I was like, what are you doing with your hands? <laughs> Nobody can hear you right now, thank God. I don't, because... Yeah. <laughs> I want a baby. So they aired all of this during the Super Bowl. It's not okay. It's not okay. I like this. This camera shot's cool. Did you see how it cracked the window? Put it in reverse, bitch. Put it in reverse. I like her. Did you see the thing on the... Yeah, that was cool. All right, here we go. We got another one. Yeah. The only reason you're saying that is because people can't hear you right now. Fold it up like a pretzel. Yeah. It was so funny when her ankle hit that trap. Went up. Oh. <laughs> That's what they're all thinking, dude. That's why they're not killing them. They're like, "Yeah, come on." Oh, it's ones behind you, dude. These motherfuckers are relentless, dude. He's trying to protect himself against the coronavirus. Look at him. Nope. Is that who that is? The beard's throwing me off. He just he's just so he looks scraggly, like what the fuck was that that they just got in? Dude, is she breaking out the Mossberg? Was that Break. no that's Celia Murphy. Don't even look like him, dude. Him, a dude. beard will do a lot for you. Yeah, it does a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's not weird anymore. <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> so we got our uh, James Bond teaser during the Super Bowl. All right. 
I'm ready. Y'all ready? Three. Yep. All right. Oh, oh, fucking Freddie Mercury's playing the villain. Y'all know that, right? Three, two, one, play. It's feel good. Look at that. Dude, they spent a lot of money on this movie. Look at this shit. Look at the set. It's the set feels bigger than the others. I think he's going to be good. Damn, there wasn't much to it. Uh, it do y'all nice. remember? Y'all know they're going to let Billy Eilish do the song for it. Yeah. Y'all know that? Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, that's what fucking 16 Grammys gets you. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah. Her and her brother, they won a shitload of Grammys. Yeah. He actually dropped a solo album. Must be fucking nice. Yeah, right. I will drop uh, a solo album. I ain't never going to win a fucking Grammy. Now, <laughs> I would probably, I would, I would never click on this to watch it, but I saw it during the Super Bowl. Um, and it looked well, pretty good. I saw the trailer before we watched Star Wars, and yeah. I was like, shit, I'm in. It looks good. Yeah, it does. And this is the one they ran during the Super Bowl. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Especially when she fo- when she goes bullet time and the arrows come over. Mm-hmm. You already know. But, bitch, you, you can't bullet time this, dude. Look here. Whop. Look at that color, man. Oh, that guy. I recognize him. I give it three. Looks good, dude. We're living in the age of live action. They will put you on Pornhub. A good war movie, dude, like that. I hope we get a big battle scene where it's like a real battle scene. Was there? Yeah, there was a talking dragon. (laughs) <laughs> where they's like, hey, motherfuckers. Dude, if a dragon lands and then Chris Rock's voice goes, rock, 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 I'll fucking shit a brick. Here's what I hope. I hope it's not boo line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It looks good, man. Looks like it there's does. been a lot of money on it. Yeah. Up next, we got Never Again the Movie. 
which is 50 seconds long. So I have no idea what's going on here. One comment says didn't take long for the anti-Semitic trolls to come out. And I'm sure there will be more. All right. I'm ready. I just had to prepare myself for it. Hang on. I got to do something that I forgot to do. And Griffin didn't remind me, so I'm going to blame him. I did it. You did it? I got to do yeah. it, though. It's got to come from us. Did I do it? On, I did it on a quiet place. I'm doing it on James Bond. I don't see your comments here. I, I did it. All right, hang on. I, I, Let me swear, do it on. I swear I did it. Let me do it on wah, 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 blue line. <laughs> Boo on. Don't, <laughs> get, don't get Adam started. You don't know what I'm saying? Trent be like, is that all? <laughs> Y'all ready was... for uh, Never Again the movie? I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. I don't know. Oh, it looks like a documentary. What war? I guess it is. Oh, that's a concentration camp, dude. That's whoa. They're also the reason that this movie's being made, dude. Calm down. Calm down. I thought that was a real movie. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's a documentary. It's coming to theaters. I would, I'd check it out. I mean, we already watched. It. I'm not. I'm not doing real estate. Was here on that one. No, I already, already did. So we already saw James Bond, right? Yeah. I don't know why that's there. I did it again. There All right, it is we got at the bottom. We got the Jesus. The Jesus trailer, dude. Jesus rolls. Big basket two. Dude, there's only two comments on that movie trailer. I mean, it's funny. Yeah, eight, eight year olds, dude. I mean, why do we? Why do we need this movie though? The Jesus. I'm, I'm glad. Yes. You're really gonna. You were. You guys are really gonna let. Arguably <clears throat> one of the the best movies of our lifetime from yeah from the 90s at least. Well, it's a branch off of another character that didn't get a lot of screen time. Travis, you didn't like the Big Lebowski. Oh, fuck you, I did. Did you? <laughs> yes. I think I remember a conversation one time where... Dude. You're not a fan <laughs> of it. Dude. I have Dude. a still book copy of it to I got prove the same loyalty. Griffin, you got the still book? No, hey, I've got Travis, three. I got three copies of it. I got it on VHS, hey. DVD, and Blue. I like the movie. I didn't say I love the movie. All right, now. <laughs> I got two Blu-ray copies of I it. I kid, I kid. The one I've got I'm has a, a book I'm inside just, of it. I'm just saying, does the Big Lebowski need to be sequelized in any capacity? Well, let's check the trailer out. Mm, see. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's, see let's, let's see. I will say this. It's, it's called Jesus Rolls, but it's kind of like a standalone. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have anything to do with it. I'm pretty sure it's going straight to a streaming service. It's not going to be in a theater, is it? It can't be. 
Mm. It can't be, dude. This no, is not a theater movie. All right, here we go. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. I'll watch it just because. Funny character. Dio's Mills, man. Look at him. Licking the ball. Coronavirus. Already dropped it on it. Already dropped it on it. Okay. I also bookmarked it. That's a good idea. Now, the directors of The Big Lebowski have stayed far away from this remake, so, or movie. So, it's dead. I, I will say this. It's not going to be as good as a Big Lebowski. And I know that. Yeah. It's like Joe Dirt 2. Yeah. You know, it, it's not going to be as good. But but if we get something. What if the dude shows up for a split second, dude? And you're like, ah. And you just see him playing. But he's just bowling in the background. Yeah. Bowling for, he's uh, bowling for soup. <laughs> bowling for soup. Yeah. All right. I got my final trailer and I waited to drop this on you guys. Here's what I was going to do. I was going to download. Let's just watch it. And then I'll tell oh. you what I was going to do. Oh, shit. This has been, this came out just, so fucking long yeah. ago. I'm going to comment on it anyway. Oh, yeah. It's real estate was here. Me and, De- me, and, me and Deidre went to the theaters and watched this one. Here's what I, I'm going to tell you before it happens, just so you know. <clears throat> when I saw this trailer, recently it popped up in my feed and I watched it. Here's what I want to do. I wanted to download it. And then at the end of the movie where they show the title card. Yeah. I wanted to be like, coronavirus, the movie. Just watch <laughs> the trailer, dude. Because it's. This is it. Y'all ready? Uh, I'm ready. You ready, Trav? Three, two, one, play. Just watch, dude. I hate to be that way, but when I saw this, I was like, this is the coronavirus movie. Sounds like Matt Damon. I actually heard it was three times an hour. Look, dude. She got that coronavirus. Look. It's funny that this popped up in my feed during all this shit. Look, dude. All right, Jason Bourne.
I mean, dude. Theaters should start showing this movie. Dude, it's coronavirus the fucking movie, dude, right? Look at this. In that movie. <coughs> Travis, you said you went and watched this movie. Was it good? I mean, it was an outbreak movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It I, I watched it back in. Naming. What was that other movie that had Dustin Hoffman in it with the monkeys? 12 Monkeys. No, it was it was an outbreak movie. It was called Outbreak. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait, Dustin Hoffman, Monkey. Oh, yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, was it good? Rene Russo, Morgan Freeman, Donald Sutherland, Cuba Gooden Jr. I mean, it was a out, outbreak movie. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got the list. All right, we watched Doctor. So next up, we had Hard to Be a God, Man Bites Dog, Infernal Affairs. What what are we gonna do next? We go on Hard to Be a God. Was that was that what we agreed on? That movie's like three hours long. Do y'all want to do Infernal Affairs? Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter to me what we do next, but. I think we should watch. If hard to be a guy's that long, and it looks like another yeah. like it look. When I watch the trailer, I can already feel the runtime. Okay, <laughs> right. I'm going to see a Fernal Affairs, dude. I mean, I'm fine with that. What do you? I think, love Trav? the Departed. So it's fine with me. But then we got Man Bites Dog, Hard to Be a Guy. We're going to do them in that order. That don't matter to me how we so do this, it, man. Uh, Infernal Affairs is uh, an hour and 41 minutes. Let's see. Is that the director's cut? Oh, oh I don't. that's just what's available. It's just a Google cut. Yeah. If there's another, do y'all want to go full-blown? Whatever well, they the, got. The regular cut of the movie is 97. The... Uh, director's cut is 101 well, let me ask you i mean that's not much more it's like four minutes might as well watch that one right yeah man bites dog is an hour and 36 minutes that's a little more my tempo you know what i'm saying <laughs> right and then we'll we'll we will finish the month with the movie that started this month yeah that's that Hard sounds good Does that sound good yeah. to y'all that sounds perfect. I'll probably man. go ahead. Oh yeah, it's it, dude. It's two hours and fifty-seven minutes. Yeah, I, I know. can already feel it. Whew. I might have to start watching that now, just to <laughs> break it up into yeah, little, pieces. just to get yeah, ten-minute scenes. I, I understand, but that's it. It's the end of the episode.
Um, Go ahead. What do you got? Well, what's up? Well, now that we're current on everything, um, every Tuesday live stream on YouTube, youtube.com slash user real estate podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Real estate podcast. And we'll come up, not real estate, real estate, real estate. One word. That's three. (laughs) Uh, but if you enjoy, you know, you enjoy the podcast, you know, subscribe on whatever you listen to. You know what I'm saying? Leave us a review. Yeah, and if you agree Even if or disagree, leave it. Yeah, and if you agree or disagree with whatever we're talking about, tweet us. What's our Twitter? Real Estate Pod. At Real Estate Pod. That's it. Yeah, so if you agree, we got 14 people following us on at Real Estate Pod. So we don't we need push to- our Twitter. No, but we're gonna start. We're not active on Twitter, like it's. I, I'm doing it. You're active. Uh, well, I'm start going that. to random posts and be like, "Real estate was here." Uh, yes, possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got you know 14 followers. Let's those are some rookie numbers, guys. Come on, we can do better than that. Yeah. We're trying to make this global. Well, we're about to hit 3,000 hits on our YouTube channel. I mean, that's great. I mean, I mean our uh, SoundCloud. My bad. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, just wherever you listen to us, subscribe. Leave a review if possible. If you can't leave a review, then leave a comment on YouTube or tweet us or something. Let us know what you think about what we said about whatever we talked about. Whatever you had an issue with. Right. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. I'm here with Adam. And this has been another episode of Real Estate Podcast. Keep it real. <laughs>